Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine does them, I will liken to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome, beloved, to another edition of God's Word with God's chosen servant, Reverend Amos Darko. Reverend Amos Darko is anointed to inspire you with an anointed teaching and preaching of God's Word without to add practical examples. Get ready as he ministers the Word of God for today. Oh, my soul. 
and the policy is that if you are blessed by the word of God, don't hide your feeling. You understand? Yes. Because feelings are very important. Last week we learned about feelings, giving responses. Is it, it, it makes is it without responses, things doesn't happen. You understand? Yes. Everything in life needs a response. Yes. That's why when you go to school, your teacher will teach you. Do you understand? And the class will say, What? Yes, sir. It's very important. So responses are very if, if, actually you can your marriage will not work when there are no responses. It's true. Yes. Marriages don't work when there are no effective responses. So when you read the Bible, Jesus asks his disciples, Do you understand what I just taught you? And what did they say? Yes, we understand. So it's very important, please. In this church, we, we don't have a formula. It's, it's, it's more or less like a youth church. So feel free. You understand. Oh, is somebody here? You are blessed because I want to share with you something from a new book. I'm, I'm even I'm not done writing. But I want to share something with you from that book. How many of you are aware that we are having our program tomorrow? Our, our two weeks prayer festival is happening in this house. How many of you are aware? Wow. Can you give me the, the design? It's go to um, images is there. So as we wait for the, it's, it's very important. It, it's, it's a two week. When you use a, it becomes a two week, right? So it's a two week prayer festival. We are just here praying, that's all. Not, nothing more, nothing else. Don't, don't exempt yourself. Okay. So it is very important. We are starting this program, God willing, tomorrow in the evening. The time is exactly 8.30. Sorry, 7 um, 6.30 to 7 or oh, 8.30, right? Yeah, okay, it's here. So this is a two-week. Uh, this is not a full design. I think it's on my phone. Two-week prayer festival. Yeah, this one. Two weeks. So Perez Chapel Fit Temple of Fearman presents two weeks prayer festival. The date is from Monday 3rd of September to um, 15th August 2020 which is a Sunday. The venue is this house. PCI Church Auditorium. The time is exactly 6.30 to 8.30. It's a prayer festival. It's a prayer festival. You, you can't exempt yourself. There's somebody with me. And so come and your life is never going to be the same. Please let's go back. We thank God. So this morning I want to share with you from a message I have entitled Everything by Prayer. Everything by Prayer. And that's the title of my book. Everything by Prayer. Everything. Let's, let's go to Philippians chapter 4 verse number 6. Philippians chapter 4 verse number 6. Everything by prayer. Is it? In this life, there is a mystery. When you say something is a mystery, it means it is hidden. It means it's a secret. It means it's not easily comprehend. You can't easily understand. And there is a mystery on this earth. And what's that mystery? The mystery is that it is very shocking to see beautiful girls in, in a family being bypassed and the ugly ones are being married. Is it true? It's, it's a mystery. It, it is wonderful. When you see beautiful ladies bypassed 
and the ugly ones and the, some are ugly and some are fearfully made and they are the ones that are being married when you see this you should know that something is wrong somewhere you see I used to play keyboard so one day somebody invited me to a wedding it was a cake instrumentalists will understand cake so it's, a, it's not my church so I go play and I at the end of the day I take my uh, my kakra and so I just went in there I entered and I was told oh the, the, the bride is coming the Froyere is coming <laughs> and so I have to play some wedding so they said, the guy told me Charlie then he said, oh, he's, she's coming, she's coming, play something. And I started playing. I, then the car stopped. And somebody opened the door. And the lady started coming like this. <laughs> it's a mystery. When I saw the lady, I said, oh, oh my God. I see. Then she came like this. Then she came to stand in front of the altar. And the man was already there. Then he also came. He said, Oh, you may now remove the veil and kiss your bride. When they remove the veil, I said, Chai, what is this? some of the ladies who came to escort this bride beautifully made and yet without a ring something is wrong somewhere I'm telling you something is wrong somewhere yes. something is wrong so, so don't be deceived there are a lot of the things in, on this earth it is unexplainable yes another one is when you maybe let's say you have a shop and you sell good and quality products and yet nobody people bypass your quality products and they go to somebody else's shop to buy the counterfeit so you know that this thing they are buying even this one is more quality than and yet they don't buy so the people people do something they say ah this thing I can do it far better than the person is doing and yet they don't give the job to you Somebody can call you. Come and do an estimate. Look at the side. How, how much? Um, how much money do you think we will need? You so let's let's say four thousand will do. Four thousand is okay. Quality job. Four thousand. Then you go and bring somebody who is coming to do a shoddy work. Then bring please. How much? He said oh ten thousand. And the surprise and the mystery is that they will sign a check for the one who called ten thousand, and they will neglect you. So, so there is something wrong somewhere. Some of you in your family, in fact, you are the most holiest person on, in that family. I'm telling you. Because when we compare you to your brother and your sister, you are an angel. I'm telling you. You are an angel. You, you. Yes. You are not just an angel. You are what? An archangel. Yes. You are either Michael or Gabriel. yet it looks as if you the archangel things don't work for you and and 
people that are killing themselves for the devil chopping themselves mesmerizing themselves they are the one that prosper sometimes it's very shocking somebody can lie and lie and lie and yet every day he gets a job and you Mr. Holico you tell the truth and nobody gives you a job it's a mystery it is so easily comprehend sometimes you don't understand sometimes it's very shocking when you tell people you see the one who tell you the truth you rather hate the person you who tell the truth when you meet the girl you see I don't know but it looks as if nowadays ladies when they meet the good guys they don't like them <laughs> or oh, two of us yeah <laughs> when they meet the good ones they don't like them they like the entebbe synthetic when you meet a guy who tell you well um, as for me my father is a farmer yes and my mother is a trader she sells on a table and actually I, I, I'm now schooling I'm, or I'm now learning the trade or I, I'm, I'm a plumber I'm a tiler I'm a mechanic that one they don't like but they meet they, they meet the ones with, with both eyes and they tell you, oh, you, I can take care of you and your, 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 your entire family. Yeah. Because my, my father, my, my, my father was the then minister of state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, 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 in fact, actually, I was staying with my parents at um, Trasaco. Yes. But because of the current job I'm doing, I moved in here. Hey! And then. He will not even finish, you know, then the lady will ask, so did you say you love me? He said, oh, but I've told you already. Then the lady quickly, she will give a response that day. Me too, I love you. But the good ones, you can, you can beg them for months. Sometimes, some, some of the good ones, it takes years for them to even get no as a reply. No. <laughs> they, they don't like you, but it will take you years to say no. I was I used to work with a lady very beautiful lady and she was I think five or six years older than myself and guys used to come around because of the lady people buy from our shop yeah we had a pharmacy shop people buy I'm telling you and they they, they buy and they propose Yes. Yes. So they buy one and they drop an order. And some of the guys you could see they are genuine guys. Handsome gentlemen. But no money in their pocket. And they come and they tell the lady, oh, well, I, I love you. I think I, I want to marry you. Yeah. And say, okay, so where do you work? He said, okay, I'm not working. But I'm looking for a job. He said, okay, well, give me some time to think about it. Then the following day, the guy will come and say, oh, um, please, he said, yeah. He said, I, I said you to give me time. Why is he by force? Hey. <laughs> so after three months, I'm still thinking about it. 
So at a point, the guys will give up and they will leave. Ah, nice guys. Actually, they have a promising future, but no money. And it was always a no. The one day I was in my, I, I was on duty that day. We, we used to run ships, so I was on duty. And a gentleman walked in and he came neatly dressed. And he said, oh, good morning. He said, oh, good morning. He said, um, please, I, what do you sell? It's a foolish question, actually. You know we sell drugs and you're asking me, what do I sell? Then he came and he said, okay, um, give me that drug on the shelf. Do you know what it's used for? I said, oh, no. I don't know. So when the lady heard those foolish questions, she came out from the room. I said, ah, please, what are you buying? I said, oh, um, I need some drugs and what have you. I said, eh, so please tell him what you want to buy and let him. And he said, oh, take your time. I'm a medical doctor. Then the lady went back like this. I swallowed her. Said, I'm a medical doctor. Then I said, Oh, really? He said, Yes. Then I said, Wow, I want to learn more. Then I started engaging the guy in a conversation. You could see that the guy has read books. So he knows medicines. So this one is used for this, this one is used for this, this one is for that. And I said, okay, wow. Then he said, oh, um, lady, where, where do you stay? He said, oh, this is where I sell, I work here. He said, okay. Well, I have a pharmacy shop. And I'm even looking for a lady to go and handle them. I told the <laughs> you know, okay, so can I have your number? Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll. Then the man took the lady's number. Like joke, like joke. I was there, no. You understand there, no. I was there, no. And the lady came and he said, eh, the guy said he likes me. And I said, what did you say? He said, I've understood. I said, hey, we saw him yesterday, the next day. You of all people, yesterday, today, you have given him a letter of approval. So the guy the guy came around again and then I said, oh, um, so where do you work? Where is your hospital? Oh, I'm at Amasamai Hospital. Actually, I don't stay around. We came around for a course. And what have you? Yes. And I said, so what's the course? He said, we are, we are treating uh, cervical cancer. Cancer of the service. You know, the, the women's service. At Amasamai. So that's the course they came to do over there. He shoved the lady, shoved the lady, shoved the lady. I'm sure he even convinced the lady, I can test whether you have cervical cancer or you don't have it. The lady said, oh, why not? Then they went to a hotel. Papa, nah, then the pillow happened. And he tested, the, the guy used his, his um, intestines. <laughs> To test whether the lady is cervical positive or hey, and the lady doesn't hide things. So when she came, she said, hey. "So what is happening?" He said, "Oh, he has cleared me." Hey, how many times? Three times. Hey, within a space of one week, three three times. 
that. I was, I was, I was shocked. Then I told the lady, I, like I was dreaming. I don't know whether the prophetic grace was still on my life as at that time, because I was, I was just a student. I wasn't a pastor. Then I told the lady, Have you taken time to pray about this guy? You just met the guy and you slept with him three times within a one week of meeting him. Now something is wrong. Said, oh, he's a doctor, and he said he will marry me, and what have you. They said all sort of nice and sweet words. Not knowing that is our shop. Across the street, there is another pharmacy shop. There is a lady over there, the man Claire. In I don't want to even mention, but at where my our pharmacy shop was located, let's say if it's a fireman or somewhere. Adam Asamai, he slept with four ladies within one week. Yeah. And he told all of them that he was still a medical doctor and what have you. Not knowing he repaired mobile phones at second. I'm telling you. And the, the man who owns the hotel said, I've seen some of these fraud guys because I've been, that's my work and I know them. I know how they behave. So when I saw the guy, I, I suspected him. Because the first day he checked in, he paid for the hotel. Now, for all those one week, he was in the room. He said he's waiting for his money and his check. He showed me a checkbook and what have you. And so he's waiting for the money. And he said he brings the ladies in there. They come back, 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 back. Then next. <laughs> so that's what, that's what he was doing. After two weeks, I was in there pharmacy shop when this gentleman walked in and he said oh he needs a mobile phone to make a call then I gave him my mobile phone he took it said oh hello yes please I'm still waiting for my money and when is the money coming I've waited for it it's still not I don't see any alert on my phone and what have you what is happening and the guy said oh I don't know who he was talking to well after a point he brought me the phone not know he wanted to check if my phone is sellable or not sellable. Do you understand sellable? Well, if he can sell it. Or tiffable. Then he came and told the lady that he, is, he, has, he has broken his screen that morning. And so he needs a phone. Then the lady gave the gentleman his brand new mobile phone. Then the guy said he's going to town to cash money from the bank. When he went and he came back, he said they've stolen the phone. So he, he still needs to make a call. He has a SIM. And I told the lady that, how can they steal a phone without a SIM? And he said, oh, it's a new SIM. And what have you? I told the lady, no. You have to be careful about what this guy means. My spirit don't agree with this gentleman. He said, hey, you dear, you are like that. Because this man, and the, by then too, there was another man called Brahima. He used to come around and he gives me money to do the between her. So he said, hey, because of bread, that's why you, have, you, are, you don't like this guy. That. Then the lady came, hey, can I have your phone? He said he wants to make a call with your phone. Then I gave, the, I told the lady, me, I'm giving the phone to you. And I gave the phone to the lady. And I told the lady, if this phone gets missing, you buy it for me. In the salary. I gave the phone to the lady, not knowing, listen, that was the last day he was leaving the place. He took my phone, went across the street and then all the four ladies he slept with he took their phones he had friends in town he took that day he took 25 mobile phones 
telling you. When he comes, he will befriend you. He, 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 so, Charlie, can I have your phone too? I just want to make a call right now. And he, so he took 25 mobile phones. And he left. He came with a briefcase. And when the, when the, the, the alarm blew that the guy has run away, and they opened the briefcase, it was cement papers. There was nothing in the briefcase. And he was owing the man, the, the, <laughs> the owner of the hotel, he was owing him two weeks. He, and he chose an air-conditioned room. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he ran away with the phone. And I told the lady, and do you know the funny thing? Do you want to know the funny thing? Do you want to know the funny thing? The lady became pregnant. mobile phone repairer who said he was a doctor. The lady became pregnant. And because we were selling drugs, she knew how to clear it off. Then I told her, you've made a mistake. You've made a mistake. How can you meet a guy today and the next day he's sleeping with you? What is wrong with you? So what I'm trying to say is that you see, when you meet people uh, in life, when you meet good guys, when ladies meet good guys, they actually don't like the good ones. I'm telling you. But I carry When they meet the good guys, they don't like them. It is, it is rather those who, who are frosters and tricksters. Those are the ones that the ladies like. And so I'm trying to let you know that when you meet ladies who bypass the good guys who can be their potential husbands and choose the old ones, you must know that something is wrong somewhere. That's what I'm trying to say. And to them preaching from my book, what? Everything by prayer. And you see, Philippians chapter 4 verse number 6, it said, in nothing, be, oh, I like the King James Version, please. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. King James says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known or be made known unto God. But the point I want you to understand is, but in everything by prayer. Brother, nothing will work in your life without prayer. I'm telling you, watch it. Everything on this earth, if you want to do it and succeed, it is by prayer. Everything by prayer. Everything means everything. Everything. There is nothing you can do on this earth without prayer. When you take prayer out, that's it. That's it. It will not work. Amen. Prayer is the most powerful weapon every believer can wield on earth. To wield is like hold and use. If you say you are a Christian and you lack prayer, I doubt your Christianity. Telling you. The reason why your life is messed up is because you don't pray. You want to go to school, but without prayer. You want to marry, but without prayer. But the Bible says everything is done by prayer. By prayer. 
See the way you are poor. You've left out prayer. Everything. And let me give you some points. Let, let me just chip. Is it prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is simply communicating with God. That's all. There is nothing more than this. Just talk to God. Prayer is very important, such that when you leave out prayer, you are going nowhere to happen. Prayer. You see, pray, prayer gives God the authority to act on your behalf. In Matthew chapter 16, verse number 19, you see it over there. The Bible says that now I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven or the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you shall bind on earth, it shall be bind in heaven. And whatever you shall lose on earth, it shall be loose in heaven. You, you still can't find it? Okay. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever thou shalt lose on earth shall be losing. What are you losing on earth? You see, the reason why things are not working for you is because you haven't loosed yourself from the grip of the devil. The devil has held you like this. Your money is in the hands of the devil. And God said, you lose it here and I'll lose it in heaven. What is the meaning? Pray and I will step in. But you see, you are sleeping. You are not praying. You are not losing. So the thing is still not loose. They say, hey, why is it that me there, I'm struggling like that. Talking will not solve the problem. Pray. Pray. Prayer will solve it. It's not talking. Whatever you shall lose. And I like this. He said, whatsoever thou, this thou is the old version of the word you. Whatever you, can you give me the New King James or any latest NIV or whatever? Quickly. Let's do this. Okay, the message Bible. Okay, he says, and that's not all. You have a complete and a free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth. Earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. I like this. A yes on earth is what? A yes in heaven. What is the meaning of that? Do you want to school? Yes, I want to school. Devin said, okay, let her school. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Anything in my life that needs a yes, I approve of you. In the name of Jesus. Say receive a yes. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said a yes on earth is a yes in heaven. Yes. What are you saying? You see, the witches have gripped you. And you've said yes. And you see, silence means concern. When, you, when, when, when a witch grabs you and you don't say anything, it means you understand. Then God says, okay, let, let her be like that. Don't let her change her style. Be like that. Come, I need two people, come. come. Hold his hands to his back. Hold him like you've arrested him. He has been captured in the realms of the spirit. 
But the question is, the angel will come. What is he saying? Nothing. Uh, then you go and tell God, God. He said nothing. No. Then God said, ah, so it means he said yes. He likes his situation. So let him be there. Okay, let him be there. Let him be there. Say, oh, you sell, they don't buy. You go to school, they sack your school fees. Somebody promises you they fail. And, 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 and you have a dream. And, and an angel of God will tell you, there is somebody holding your hand. How many of you have had a dream and God has told you things? And yet he did nothing about it. He showed you, he said, look, they, they, they shot you, they shot you. Somebody is shooting you. Then you, the only thing you is, boom. In the dream, they born and no, sure. Then that's it. That's that's the only thing he did, and he walked out. And yet, the angels of God are telling you, "There's somebody holding your hands. Say something, and let me go and work for you. Say something." And he's also quiet. Then they go. The angels tell God, "Amos is still under bondage," and God says, "Yes, a yes on earth is a yes in heaven." Amos is saying yes to his condition. So, I, I can't do anything. Let him be there. But one day, he will just be there. And he will realize that, no, I'm, I'm suffering. My prayer, I can't take this anymore. Then he will lift up his voice and begin to pray in tongues. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Ask God to help you. Cry. Tell God, help me, help me, help me. Pray. Oh, open your mouth. I can't hear you. Then all of a sudden, oh, talk, 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 talk. Then the, the thing is entering heaven. Can you hear that? And you Joshua come. And you Joshua come. And you Joshua come. Who is that praying? Go and check. Who is that? It's Amos. What is he saying? He, he wants to be free. Is he saying yes over there? Then go and go and set him. Go and set him free. Set him free. Now, leave him. Yes. No, wait. A yes on earth is a yes where? In heaven. He said, yes, I need deliverance. Lord, I need breakthrough. Lord, I need freedom. Shabaduka brandile. And God is saying, yes, he's saying yes. Go and set him free. Now, what of a no? This one is not true. A no on earth is not a no in heaven. It's not a no in heaven. If I say no on earth, is it a no in heaven? But look at the arrangement. Heaven doesn't come first before earth. Earth comes first before heaven. So it is what you do here that determines what happens up there. Your business is not working. What are you saying? Everything. Everything. Uh, I watched a movie. I think the title of the movie was War Room. War Room. It was, it was a very beautiful woman, a Christian movie, a woman married, and he had a daughter, right? I think they had a, a, a child. Then, things that, her husband went to work, they sacked, they sacked him, and he came back. The marriage is not working. Everything is messed up. And for years and years and years, 
the same thing was happening and nothing was changing. Sometimes you think, do you sometimes feel God is wicked? So God, hasn't God seen me suffering like this? Me, I've said one before. How many of you have said it before? God. So you, can't you see that I'm, I'm suffering? Can't you see that I'm tired? Can't you see that there is no money in my pocket? Can't you see? Let me see by hands those who have said it before. Hey, all of us. And sometimes, you see, there is a song and it's very deceptive. What is the English version? Wherever God will put me, I have accepted. Wherever God will put me, I have accepted. And God said, I know the thoughts and the plans I have towards you. That of, it is plans of good, not of evil. So when you see evil, what is happening? Somebody is there. Yes. God said he has good plans for me. Let me ask you, is it, is it God's plan for money to be in my pocket? Is it God's plan for me to sleep without food? No. Then it means somebody. You see, one day, Jesus said, that's what went out to sow seed. And when men, while men slept, when, when men were sleeping, the Bible said an enemy also came and planted theirs among the good seed. Do you think this is how God made you? Do you think God is happy when he sees you struggling like this? But how can God create you to come and suffer? No, he, he's not behind that. One day a, 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 a man who was sick told Jesus that if you are willing, you can make me clean because me, I'm tired. I've been like this for years, right from my infancy. I'm a leper. Nobody has touched me before. Anybody who touches me becomes unclean. And I've been like this for years. Right from my infancy. So if the man was 40 years, for 40 years he has been like this. And he gets closer to people and I used to say, run away. People, people run away. Maybe he went to town, he's, he's thirsty. He wants water. When Joshua saw him, he was running. Man, let me go to this woman. Maybe she'll give me water. And she's also running. Ah. And the question is, was it the woman's fault to be like this? Or the man's fault to, to be a leper? No. And so he hears that there's a man in town who is healing so many people. And I'm sure he would never get closer to Jesus because he knew, he, he, he might have thought that when I get closer, I cry, he would run. So when he got there, he said, good afternoon, sir. Please, I've heard you are healing so many people. If you are willing. It, if you are willing means if you want you can help me. If you want to, you can, you can make me whole. And do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, Jesus went to him. He stretched his hand and he touched him. What this leper has, has been looking for all his life is a touch. Nobody has touched him before. But Jesus went to him and he touched him and he said, listen, I am willing and so be cleansed. If you want to know God's plan for your life, God is willing that you'll be set free from the bondage of finances. He's not happy. But it's not happening. Why? Because somebody hasn't said yes on earth. It's not happening because somebody hasn't said no. Some of you must get to the point and say, no, 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 it's okay. No more struggle. No more suffering. No more poverty. It's okay. No, it's, it's no more. 
I won't allow this. And I can give you testimonies of air. Let me tell you, sweet words doesn't change things. Sweet words, convincing words. Go to Brother Kerry. Kerry, right? Go to Brother Kerry. Brother Kerry, from morning I have been eating. You see, hmm, since yesterday, I only took water. And I, I, you understand, you're a Nigerian. But try to understand, my eyes is steamy. My, my eyes is turning me. If you don't give me food, I will die. Convincing words. And yeah, brother Kerry will look at you and say, Auntie, oh, sorry. I wish I could help you, but I don't have money. Me, I have begged people for things they never give me. I don't know if you are like that. Me, me. <laughs> you don't know. I've gone to people one-on-one, knelt down. Charlie, please help me. Eh? I need this. They said, no. Then I stopped, I stopped begging. And I went down. And I said, God, please, I need this. I beg you, help me. I need that. I need this. The next morning, somebody called me. I said, are you in the house? I said, yes. He said, um, please check your phone. I've sent something on your phone. <laughs> when I checked, it was the same thing I was begging for. Take me to somewhere. Let's go to somewhere. Maybe, maybe you see something over there. Let's go to first some more. Quickly. Quickly. Okay, well, let me. First some more. Let's read first some more, chapter one. Let's go to the verse number two. Maybe you see something over there. Okay, the Bible says that. Which version? Okay, so this man, he, the he over there is talking about Elkanah. Elkanah had two wives. The first was Hannah. Over. So the first was Hannah and the name of the other was Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Penina had what? Children. But Hannah had what? No children. Continue. Quickly. This man went up from the from a city here. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Let's go. Let's go to verse number four. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all his sons and daughters. Let's move on. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion. Let's go on. You see, wait. So here you see that Hannah. Is married to Elkanah. Elkanah had another wife by name Penina. Penina had children. Hannah didn't have a child. But listen, when the man is giving chop money, he will give Penina two Ghana cities. Or let's say 20 cities, and he will give Hannah 40 Ghana cities. And still the woman was not satisfied. You see, but you see, the Bible said, but to Hannah, he will give a double portion. So if that day he was giving 50 cities, to Hannah, he will give 100 cities. And he still that is that didn't satisfy her. She was still not okay. Let's read on. For he loved Hannah, although the Lord has closed her womb. You see, don't make a mistake when you see the Lord over here. In their days, everything, whether good or bad, they said it was the Lord. And the Lord didn't close her womb. But whatever happens in their life, they say it's the Lord who has done it. When they are sick, they said God gave them sickness. 
God is the one who gave you sickness. Who, who is going to heal you? So let's read on quickly. Let's, let's look at what Hannah did. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord has closed her womb. Move on. So it was year by year. How many years has Hannah been like that? Year by year by year. So it has been so many years. But let me ask you a question. Why didn't God remember Hannah? It's been years. A year is 12 months. So year by year. More than 24 months. When she went up to the house of the Lord, that she she provoked, sorry, the house of the Lord, that she provoked her and therefore she wept and did not eat. Do you know where this Penina woman, no, go back. Do you know where this Penina woman who always mock Hannah? In the house of God. That's why when you come to church and people begin to mock you and they, they say all sorts of things against you. Don't be offended. Don't stop coming to church. Why is this woman Penina provoking Hannah in the house of God and not in the house? It was because Hannah's breakthrough was here. Hannah's breakthrough was supposed to come or was supposed to be in church and not in the house. They will leave the house. When they go to the house, they are friends. But when they come to church, then she will begin to provoke. Why? Once she can succeed in provoking Hannah, Hannah will stop coming to church. When she stops coming to church, she will not meet Eli or Eli the prophet. When he, he fails to meet Eli the priest, he, she is not going to receive an answer to her prayer. So you see, the target was the answer to her prayer. That's why this woman started mocking. Let's look at what Hannah did. But the Bible says she will weep and not eat. So you see, not eating doesn't solve your problem. Hello. How many of you have been in a serious trouble that you don't you didn't feel like eating? I have. I was I was I, I was in a serious trouble. I wasn't able to eat for days. I was just drinking water. I didn't feel appetite. No appetite. You know, I didn't want to eat. I didn't feel like eating. And this is exactly what is happening to Hannah. She didn't want to eat and yet she was weeping. How many of you have wept before? Something happened and you were crying and still it didn't change. So the problem, you realize that the solution to the problem is not weeping and it is not refraining from food. Let's move on. What happened? What happened? You see a turning point. Let's let's go where Hannah's life turned around. Let's let's move on, brother. So the Bible says that year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept. And the Bible says that then Elkanah, verse number eight. We are reading verse number eight. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Is it so? Elkanah thought that maybe his presence could solve Hannah's problem. Auntie, uh, the, the, the solution to your problem is not your husband, it is not your brother, it's not your sister, it is not your auntie. Your auntie cannot, some of you it depend on human beings to solve your problems. So Elkanah said, Hannah, am I not better to you than ten sons? And yet, 
It didn't happen. What happened? Let's read on. The Bible says, I like, please, how many of you are with me on the same page? Verse number nine. Listen to what the Bible says. So Hannah arose after they had eaten and drinking in Shiloh. So Hannah did what? Arose. She stood up. After day, day, after day, she didn't eat. Don't forget. It's a family gathering. So she was just there. And Penina was eating. I'm sure Penina would take the spoon and take the food. Ah, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter. Ah. And Hannah was sitting behind or by her husband's side. No child. You want a child? Let me show you the secret. Let me show you the secret. Then the Bible said, Hannah arose. Verse number 9. We are reading 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse number 9. So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the prophet or the priest was sitting on the gate, whatever, whatever. Let's come to verse number 10. And she was bitter of soul. And she prayed to the Lord and wept in anger. You see, she at first she was channeling her weeping to the wrong person. At first, she was crying because Penina was laughing at her. And it didn't solve the problem. At first, she wasn't eating because Penina was laughing at her. And it didn't solve the problem. But now, the Bible says she rose up and she prayed to the Lord and wept. So now, she's weeping, but her weeping, do you know even weeping is a prayer? Weeping to weep is a prayer. You see, what prayer did God hear for him to call Moses? When God appeared to Moses in Exodus chapter 3, God said to Moses, I have heard the groanings of my children. Weeping. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just go before the Lord and weep. Don't, don't, don't talk. Have you, have you felt have you felt or gotten to the point where you felt like you didn't want to talk about your situation anymore? I have been there before. So that I get into certain things. I don't want to talk. I just go before the Lord and I cry. That's all. That's, 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 that's what I do. And it's a prayer. And the Bible said, and Hannah went before the Lord and she wept. She cried in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, Oh Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the afflictions of your maidservant and remember me and not forget me but will give your maidservant a male child then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head Hannah is serious but I thank God Hannah has found the key what is the key to childlessness prayer. You want a child? Pray. Everything by prayer. And children is also part of everything. Hannah when then Eli came around and said, a hey, woman, this morning, some of you, when pastor speaks against you, hey, listen, the, listen to what the prophet, the, the priest said to Eli. Let's, let's read on. So Hannah, the Bible says that verse number 12, he said, and it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. 
Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but no voice was heard. So she was doing like this. And she was crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure by that time, saliva and what have you all over her mouth. <laughs> and so when the priest saw her, the priest thought she was drunk. Then the Bible says that verse number 14. So Eli said to her, how long will you drink? Wait. You ask her, why are you drunk? But when you say how long, then it means that you've seen her do this thing over and over again. Two of us. But the pastor said, how long will you drink? Look at a, a pastor judging somebody wrongly. You didn't do what he said, you didn't do it. But listen, he said, oh, how long will you drink? Put your wine away from you. Then Hannah said to him, answered and said, no, my Lord. Listen to Hannah's response. A man of God accusing you falsely that you are drunk. And he said, no, my Lord. If it was you, how would you reply the pastor? Pastor, I and I pay me. Did you did you see did you see me take the money? I, I don't like that. Am I the one who insulted Evelyn? Am I the one who insulted Evelyn? He's bringing his hand into the pastor's eyes. Am I the one who insulted Evelyn? Something will happen. Then the pastor will say, "This one, it was Derek who spotted. Maybe Derek was not in church that day." Pastor said, and some of you are reporters. You work for Peace FM, Atenka FM, Angel News. Then you go and tell him, hey, Pastor said you sport the keyboard. And then he comes. Pastor, I respect you. I respect you. But some of the things, if you've not seen, don't say it. Yeah. 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 A whole man of God. And not knowing, not knowing. It was out of this very same man of God's mouth that her blessing was supposed to come from. And so you could see that the devil was using every corner to provoke her. At first, it was a church member who insulted you and laughed at you and laughed at your sheep. And you were able to overcome the church member now as the pastor. A lot of you are offended by the pastor. When I was sick, pastor didn't call me. Pastor didn't come. So I'm not going to church. What am I going to do? I don't, I don't want to be part of a church that they always talk. They like talking. But who doesn't like talking? Why did God give us mouth? And so, you see, now the pastor is the one inflicting pain on this woman. And the woman said, Oh, I'm sorry, my Lord, I'm not drunk. I'm just pouring out my heart to the Lord. I'm in need of a child. This, uh, and, the pastor, and the pastor said, okay, well, a year by this time, a year by this time means exactly a year of birth. You see, in her, in her period, uh, we have a season, nine months. So a year is not like 12 months. So it, it's just trying to tell her that when the time is up for women to deliver, may you be counted among them. Receive whatever you have been waiting for all these years in the name of Jesus. As you wake up and you pray within this week, anything that has been holding in heaven, may you receive answers in the name of Jesus. 
Then the woman prayed. Hannah prayed. And the Bible said, a year exactly, Hannah came with a boy. And now, now, now you can see, Hannah, who was not able to have a child. Now, let's read it. I like this. I like this. I like this. Some of you must mix faith with what you hear. The pastor came and he said, oh, Hannah. He said, do not consider, this Hannah speaking, verse 16. Do not consider your handmaiden as a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaint and my grief, I have spoken until now. Then 17 says, then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the Lord of Israel grant your petition. May God grant every petition you put before him in the name of Jesus. He said, go and may the Lord grant your, those of you who stood up, receive it in Jesus' name. Those of you who just stood up, receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. A word you believe is a word that you see. You will see. I'm telling you, whatever was holding your life, I decree that as you pray, may it be set loose in the name of Jesus. He said, now go in peace. And then may, may the Lord of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. And the Bible said, verse number 18, and she said, let your handmaiden find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate. She went and did what? What is changing or what has changed in her life? She just had a word. I prophesy to 10 people in this house. You shall be counted among the great men in this nation in the name of Jesus. You may not look like it. What I'm saying, you, you may not look like it. You don't even deserve it. But I said receive it in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to three people, three people, just three. When it comes to people with great finances in this church, in this nation, in your family, may you be one of the top in the name of Jesus. May anything the devil used to bring you down, may you escape it in Jesus' mighty name. May no power be able to bring you down in the name of Jesus. Anybody who sought to kill you before your time, may they be disgraced in the name of Jesus. Anybody wanted to take you out of God's plan tonight, may their blood be exposed in Jesus' name. Just the word. The man of God comes to you and says, Okay, go. Next year, by this time, you have a child. Then she goes home and she eats. Just the word. Just the word. You see, the word mixed with faith will bring about great results. The word, when you mix the word with faith, she just believed. So she went home. She ate. And what happened? I like the next one. And the Bible said, can, can I read on? And her face was no longer sad. Her face was no longer what? Sad. So this time when Penina is laughing at her, then she's also laughing back. You don't have a child. Eh? He said, eh? Pastor said, I'll give witness here. Eh? You don't have a car. Pastor said, I will drive a car next year. Some of you, when they touch you, know, hmm, hmm. look at your shoe. Hmm, this thing too. It's true. Hmm. Hey, I profess from today, don't, don't make your face sad again. Change the sadness on your face. Be happy. Be happy. You see, so faith will just cause you to change your, your looks. Just faith. Do you believe? Yes. Because the truth is that 
no man will even want to sleep with, with, with a sad woman. I'm telling you, your wife, if your wife is sad, the first thing, when you want to even have anything, the first thing is, there's something wrong with you. What is wrong with you? You have been quiet since. What is, what is wrong with you? And Elkanah tried to, to console Hannah. It didn't work. Let me show you what Hannah did. When she went home, she went to buy J's drink. <laughs> Hannah, an old woman. Let me show you. Let's, 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 let's read on. You say I said it. So let's read on. Then the Bible says that. Verse number 19. Then they rose up in the morning and worshipped the Lord and returned back to Rema, their house. Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Elkanah knew. Is it is a deep English. Elkanah knew Hannah. But don't Elkanah know Hannah? That's his wife, right? But this is a different knowing. That's why we say that faith without works is, is, is dead. If you say you believe and yet we don't see any action, it's dead. Everything by prayer. The woman said, I want a child. Shabayapa. Children, come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I have a child in the name of Jesus. I'm sure when she gets home, and I cannot call. Hey, coffee, come here. Then Hannah will also say, Hey, Yao, come. And yeah, this is my she man. Where is Yao? Receive whatever you pray for in the name of Jesus. You see, hey, if you can pray, God will answer. I said, If you can pray, what? If you can pray, I can't hear you. If you can pray, if you can pray, we are going to pray. I said, We will pray. From Monday, from Monday, you come and see. You come and see me sitting on the floor. Where's my handkerchief? And somebody say, Pastor, it's in my bag. Somebody say, Pastor, what is wrong? Are you okay? Uh, you see, this this weekend, next weekend, it's going to be a dangerous week in this house. Yeah. Yeah. You come, you come, you come and meet me over here. Holding the microphone, praying now, then I'll begin to laugh. Ha ha ha! Thousands of people. Hey, 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 church member 975. Sit down. The pastor of the largest church, he's called Yongicho. He said, My members were five. When his church members meet, his pastors meet at the stadium, the stadium will be full and there'll be some sitting outside. Only his pastors, no church member. The whole world, that's the largest church. He said, my members were five. I took the microphone. Then I started shouting. In the name of Jesus, receive it. At the back, receive it. Under the canopy, receive it. Then he said, an old woman in her church. He said, pastor, we are only five. Take your time. Calm down, we are only five. Then he said, no, we are not five. We are millions. Look at them. There are, there are so many people. If I don't shout, they'll not hear. What is this man saying? Today, the millions he saw, he's seeing it. One day he was having a harvest, for eh, and he said he wanted to give us. Uh, then he counted about 500,000 church members, and he dashed it to a church. Yes. 
I didn't say 50. 500,000. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 500,000. And he said, Pastor, do you have a church? He said, Yes. From today, receive a soul as a gift. Then he told all the church men, From Sunday, this is your pastor. Go to that church. If you can pray, I said, If you can pray, what will happen? If you can pray, show me a praying man and I will show you a man who gets answers. Show me a, a praying man. So, so the, hey, I, it was until recently that I caught this revelation. Hey, if you can pray, auntie, don't worry about witches. Oh, you don't worry about witches. Don't worry about witches. Just pray. I didn't know. Those, it works like water. Witches, wizards, they are small boy. Oh, at first I was struggling. I would see a witch. I would say, hey, hey, hey. Some of you don't go to your hometown because you think a witch will kill you. So if you are going to your hometown, you have two clothes. The old one is in the back. When you get to the junction, the way you pick the car to your home, then you change and you wear chanote, uh, the sandals, and you wear the old clothes. Then you, you, you even get down and say, Oh, I don't wear your car, I don't have money for TNT. Then you walk and say, Oh, she doesn't have money. Over, over your dead body. I said, Over your dead body. You, you, I mean Evelyn, I mean Kerry. You would drive to your hometown. Yes. You, you see, you came to Ghana by a car, eh? Two of us. You bought a car. True? Oh, really? Was it your car? It was a transport. A public transport. You would drive back to your hometown. I said you would drive back in the name of Jesus. Watch it. Watch it. And you don't know I'm praying. You don't know I'm praying. You don't know. You see, John said, I wish above. Just a wish. I wish. What is it? I wish. It's a prayer. It's a prayer. I, I, I wish. That all those standing, they are the ones with me. Those who just stood up are also part. I wish above all things that you will prosper. I said I wish you will prosper. I pray that you will prosper and be in good health. None of you will, will suffer from sicknesses and diseases anymore. I cast diabetes out of your body. I cast diabetes out of your body. I cast hypertension out of your body. No sickness will take you down in the name of Jesus. You will not suffer for somebody to come and enjoy. Some of you look at the way you are struggling with your husbands. Then you struggle at the point you will die. When you die, then somebody from nowhere, it will not be your story in the name of Jesus. Some of your parents have suffered. You can't continue. Don't take that baton. No. I refuse you from taking it in the name of Jesus. Yes. You can't take that baton stick from your mother. Neighbor, refuse it in the name of Jesus. You will never continue the family legacy. And you, and you, I mean you, and you, and you, and you, and yes, Kinsley, you, and you, and you, and you, yes, and you, and you, you, yes, and Carrie, and and you, Evelyn, yes, and you, and you. And you and you, you will never continue. You will never continue. If your father was poor, you are changing the story in the name of Jesus. Yes. Who said he's a billionaire? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it. It will happen. 
Despite came to Accra selling cassettes. Who would have thought? I prophesy to you and to you and to you and to you and to you. I mean you and your children's children. May God take you to a different dimension in the name of Jesus. One day I received a revelation about somebody. My time is up. In the second service, I'll continue. I said, that baton stick, you will not continue. Some of your father never bought a car. You will drive cars. I said, you would, oh, the amen is weak. I said, you will drive cars. Some of you in your, in your family, there was only one car. There was only one car. And that was your uncle. He was the one who was blessed. That was your father. Your father who said he's the richest man in his family. His car is set. His car is a B, B, and C. But you, you drive cars. Is it you drive cars at your comfort? Receive, is it? I, I prophesy to 20 people. You are receiving cars that will match your clothes. Ah! Take it in the name of Jesus. So your, your dress or your, 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 your shirt or your jacket will determine which car you drive. Receive it in the name of Jesus. But who said you are going to be poor? Oh, <laughs> who said you will be poor? No, who said you are going to die like this? I cancel it out of your life in the name of Jesus. You will change the story of your family. If only you can believe what I'm saying. You don't know I'm praying for you. You don't know the things I'm doing. I am just praying. And the Bible says everything is by prayer. If I can pray for you, you will see the results. If I can say yes on earth, it will be yes in heaven. I say yes when it comes to cars for you in the name of Jesus. You build houses. I said you build houses. I don't know who is receiving. But you see, you came to Accra as a foreigner. You moved in here. Some of you, most of you are not from Accra. But your houses, we are going to count your houses in Accra. I said we are going to count your houses in Accra. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I stand in here as a man you called and you anointed. And I pray for these ones. Pray for next dimension of grace for them. I pray for the next level of prosperity for them. I pray that wherever they are financially, they will receive a turn around in the name of Jesus. I activate the heavens on their behalf. Let blessings upon blessings be their portion. In the face of colonial pandemic, when people are crying, let them laugh. When people are crying, let them laugh. When people are suffering, let them enjoy. Let people look at them and say, yes, these are the believers. These are the true worshippers of, the of God. Let that, be, let that be their story in the name of Jesus. I pray for the next level grace for them. The anointing to continue what they are doing. If there is any here among us who sells anything, I pray for grace for them. If there is any among us who is schooling, I pray for wisdom for them. If there is any among us who is learning a trade, I pray for advancement for them. Let them receive the next level of your grace in their businesses, in their schools, in their families, in the mighty name of Jesus.
Thank you, Lord, for anointing and blessing these ones. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Imosdako's tips and books, please send us a mail at rev.imosdako at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.